Am I recording? Yes, I am. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. I'm still ill. You still need to give me sympathy. Uh, poor I'm not that bad. I'm getting better. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm clammy. I'm, I'm gross oh, to both look at, word. and be near. Um, worse than moist. Clammy. Clammy yeah. is worse than moist. It, it implies a sort of stickiness and a coldness. coldness. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm I'm quite unpleasant, but no one's in the room with me, so it's okay. You're even more like a Victorian corpse than usual. Yes, more so. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get right. Oh, your rant. <laughs> yes, um, I'm thinking about it. It may get edited out, but fuck it, I need to say it anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've had to cut. I- I've had to stop visiting a website uh, that I usually would use as a source for this. Uh, this is a PSA more than anything. I've fucking had to stop going to Games Radar, which is a site which I really enjoy. They do great articles. Uh, generally, you know, they have a UK uh, staff as well. Usually great stuff. But over the past couple months, they've taken one editor in particular, not naming names, one editor in particular has taken to putting massive movie spoilers in the thumbnails and headlines of his fucking articles. God damn it. Yeah. I, I, like Avengers 4. Serious massive spoiler in the fucking thumbnail. And there's no way to filter out. Like I, I go there for I couldn't give a shit about their movie coverage. I couldn't give a shit about their TV coverage. I go there for the game stuff. But there's no way to fucking filter it out. And it just keeps doing it. It keeps fucking doing it, so I can't go there anymore, and it's a PSA. People who give a shit about films, uh, you know, I've tried reaching out to them, but you know me, I'm no diplomat. No, no, of course. I'm, I'm no diplomat. The first time he did it, I told him to stop being a prick, and the second time he did it, I told him I'd upgraded him from being a prick to another thing. So, yeah, it just for anyone who gives a shit about not being spoiled <coughs> for films... I think they did it for fucking... Yeah, they did it on um, Force Awakens as well. Oh, or, that's sorry, not, sorry, not Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Last they, Jedi. Uh. they did it for that like six or seven... I've just remembered they did it for, Force, uh, for Last Jedi like six or seven months ago, but I'd forgotten about that until now when they've done it for both uh, Avengers and uh, Pacific Rim. So fuck those people. I can't. I can't trust them anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. I I totally understand. I've seen many examples of this same thing across the internet. Think about it, people. I'm on your side. I mean, I go to there are other uh, sites that I go to, and they do feature like set photos and stuff. But whenever they do it, they don't put the set photos as the fucking thumbnail, and then they say the headline is always check out these, you know, check out these photos. Spoiler alert. So that you know, you know, you're not spoiled, and you know you you don't have to click on that. And I'm good. At, I've gotten good at not clicking on the spoilery things. So don't put it in front of my fucking face. Fair <sighs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I feel your pain. Thank you. That's all I ask. <laughs> I feel for everyone your pain. to feel my pain. Yeah, I had something in Walking Dead spoiled for me by a the Huffington Post article. It, it happens is, all the time. Right. This is the thing. I had a look through the guy's fucking. Sam, uh, I had a look through his articles, and he, his most recent one is a Walking Dead article, and it's about and the fucking it contains spoilers, 
but he was really careful in the headline not to spoil it. So he can do it. He chooses not to. Damn him. <sighs> oh, we can bollocks then. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> Nintendo news for this week. Yes. Is the 3DS dead? Well, no. They've just sold... It's just had its best month since 2014. <laughs> What? Yeah, stop shoveling dirt though. on its corpse. <laughs> yeah, you, Rich says it a bunch. I'm not convinced I, that other people think so. I, I, Rich say it's dead? I didn't I, say it's dead. I, I'm still... I fucking I love you, my 3DS. I'm not saying you don't love it, but I, I thought they were fine until I started doing <coughs> a podcast about you two, and then all of a sudden it was dying. No, 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 no. I don't think either of us have said it's dying. I think, we, I think we're in agreement it's probably the last iteration. But, like... I'm never having kids, so I'm the last in my genetic line stretching back millions of years, but I'm still fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, the 3DS, it's, it's great. It's just probably the end. I, I think... <laughs> is the, it, the, though? The, the, I, I think I the think problem it, is, right, that mm. all signs in the world point to it's time to retire the 3DS. It's seven years old. Bring back the Game Boy. That, that is so long in computer game terms. Seven fucking years. That's that's forever. And it's every bit of technology that makes that 3DS is outdated and old. Um, and they now have a Switch, which is a, a handheld portable console. We can sit here all night and debate whether it's as portable as the 3DS, but it sort of fills the same gap. If only they weren't still fucking selling so many. <laughs> or if only there wasn't so many awesome, highly playable oh, games I mean, for the yeah. 3DS as well. This is the thing. We, uh, you know, I think this is the last of the thing, but I'm totally fucking getting one. <laughs> mm. It's the next on my list of things to get. You know? Um, they they are fantastic. I, yeah. I can't fault them as a device. Um, and the games library is, is, is just astoundingly good uh but they keep selling them i mean the the key in technology in any part of technology business is to obsolete your own products as quickly as you can because if you don't your competitors going to yeah um but in this case n no one is no you know, any competition that this thing has had has it's funny that you know the only real competition this thing ever had was the vita which you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now Nintendo have are effectively their own competition with the Switch. They have launched the only viable alternative to their own product. Yeah, which from their point of view, I I would say is totally the correct thing to do. This is yeah. this yeah. is launching the iPod Nano while the iPod Mini is still the biggest selling device on the the price list because mm -hmm. you you outdate your own products, but. Yeah, this is such a unique situation in which there's really no pressure for them to do that. No I mean, one is, is doing the, this same thing. And they keep releasing, you know, special editions and limited versions of both the 3DS and the 2DS. So it doesn't look like it's slowing down anytime soon. I was I was looking at the uh, the new, uh, on Amazon, they have the new Pikachu version of the 2DS. Oh yeah, that thing's adorable, isn't it? It is adorable, but I was looking at it and thinking, I, it's adorable, but I don't think it's me. Yeah, I wouldn't have one. Fuck with uh, your image, Mike, definitely. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I, it made me realize I have one, which was very upsetting. The uh, the, the Pokeball one, 
that one was that one was all right. Yeah. But, but the little Pikachu face, it's too adorable for my liking. Too adorbs. Yeah. And I'm saying that as someone who has would actually there is a bright pink 3DS and I I think it looks great. I would quite happily have had that one. Um but you know so th- this is just too adorable for me the the Pikachu one. Yeah. But I don't so- mind it, but I wouldn't like the attention it may attract. Yes. In public. That, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so the sales if figures... If only other people could fuck off. <laughs> that well, would be great. <laughs> yeah. So they sold 750,000 units in December just in the US. Uh, and this, they still sold, you know, 1.5 million switches in the in the US in December, um, w- which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wonder if this, uh, this number in the States, I wonder if this is some proportion of collectors buying... Um, collectible versions of the 3DS and people really? who now the now the library is sort of coming to an end or it seems to have some sort of endpoint. People were going, oh, now I can have one and enjoy all these many awesome games and yeah. get them in bundles and buy a bunch of buy a bunch of games yeah. off eBay and just buy a new 3DS and things like that. So yeah, there'll, there'll be a mix in there. I think you're uh-huh. absolutely right. Some of them will be either replacements for broken ones or. Yep. I want that SNES special edition one that came out kind of thing, that that mm. sort of stuff. You know, I'd be interested to see how many of the people who bought them in December were buying a Nintendo handheld for the first time, that kind of mm. stuff. We see statistics for stuff like that on iPhones and stuff, which is not actually as interesting. Um, but I, I, I honestly think in maybe 2019, we're going to see a Switch Mini. And I think that will be the absolute, they're not going to make any more 3DSs. Well, that'll be the 3DS killer, won't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I mean, I wonder if they do kind of like, um, you know, like you could get, but you know, you know, with phones, you get ones that are the full spec phones and ones which are much less technology and easier yeah. to use. And like, not the, not like the granny big button version ones, but, the S model or whatever. Yeah, like the S model or something like that. I wonder if there would be, like you're saying, like a mini, but one which is maybe just for local play, you can't go online with it or something like that. It's just a basic Switch mini type one. In my Hmm. The way I imagine it, which is much like the way a lot of people seem to imagine it, is sort of a just a a shrunken down version of the Switch without Mm -hmm. detachable Joy-Cons. So it's just one solid unit. Just one solid lump. Uh, Sort of like the 2DS, the cheese wedge, the doorstop. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it would be more, you know, it would still be Switch shaped because it doesn't have the double screen. You'd probably have less than a 720p display on it, but not Mm. far less, actually. Um like what was the site the resolution of the display on the Vita was that nine sixty by five forty something like that that might be good, and that would help you cut down on processing power required and that sort of thing and if they could keep it in the hardware that it just ran switch games and scaled the video output to that display, it would be great. It wouldn't come with a dock or mm. anything, you know. Though, I it wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't possible to hook it up to a display. Mm. Do you think it's possible they might start porting like exclusive 3DS games to it? Maybe if the 3DS is truly at the end of its life, that yeah, yeah, um, things like that might start getting moved over. Where you'd see you like see HD updates. We're, we're already it's, seeing remakes of 3DS games for the Switch. 
I mean, mm, I, I, uh, that that's happening already. See, that's the thing. I was going to think that's much more Nintendo's thing is the whenever they eventually get some sort of virtual console or, you know, subscription service going, using, you know, those ports, basically getting people to buy them again, that's much more Nintendo than... I was thinking it would be awesome if they just added, you know, the the Switch Mini, if they added a port that just accepted 3DS cartridges. That's never going to happen. Yeah, it would be nice <laughs> if they did that. Really Absolutely, nice. it would. Yes. I mean, people, people will buy the same, you know, essentially the same game over and over again for different systems. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, in this house, we have no less than seven copies of the Doctor Who story, Spearhead from Space, because it's come out on video, on DVD, on Blu-ray, in other countries' Blu-ray, um... Yeah, so you sound it, like a you sound like a Radio Four promo on digital, on live, on live, on, digital, on the BBC. FM. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, it, it'll happen. Um, God, now I'm thinking about how the Switch Mini absolutely should have a 3DS cartridge slot on it. Well, the only yeah, thing I can look up, look uh, if they do do a Switch Mini, the only thing that I really, really want them to do is improve. Uh, the durability of the screen because that is the one well the, the, yeah the switch screen is the cover of it isn't like gorilla glass or anything it's plastic oh it's, it's, sh- it's, it's shocking absolute, which combined with the uh dock sort of rubbing up against it has it caused some problems for people so hopefully they'll put some form of yeah uh, you know an upgrade or a new version will come with some form of uh upgraded Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the ultimate objective here is to get people who own one of each of these things to buy a new second thing. So if you're just a 3DS user to buy the Mini or the Switch user to buy a Mini. So it's got to have a bit of a carrot for both of those camps, isn't it? I mean, look, I would buy a Switch Mini. We know. I, I would pre-order that the nanosecond <laughs> it was announced. Well, the thing is, I mean, because I've got an old 3DS, not the XL-type ones, um, so I don't own a Switch. So if I could buy Switch games on the Switch Mini and also play the cartridges I've got sitting on my shelf in the Switch Mini, I would buy a Switch Mini. Now, historically, absolutely every Nintendo handheld has been backwards compatible with the previous one. Yeah, that's true. True for a while, you know, whenever they bring out a new version, you know, the DS was compatible with the GBA yep. for a while. Then they moved on to the sort of upgraded models and they dropped that. Yeah, but it did come back when they brought out the 3DS, which is DS compatible. Exactly. Yeah. So they used the same cartridges. They didn't have to sacrifice yeah. device space to, yeah. So to not make the Switch Mini backwards compatible with 3DS cartridges is actually breaking with a tradition of all time that said mm. how would you do it because these are games that work on two screens are well i mean 3DS, i don't think this yeah. i don't think this is beyond the wit of nintendo seeing as that last week nintendo launched a range of cardboard shit to play with your switch to switch with i think that this yeah. is this is doable well i was thinking um, the only way the i mean the easiest way would be for the uh well it goes against what you were saying about not having detachable uh joy cons if you wanted, if you wanted to add compatibility for 3DS games to the Switch, rotate it. <laughs> That's all you need to do is rotate the Switch from yeah, yeah. horizontal to port to portrait. All of a sudden, you have you know your dual screens there. Uh, it's a touch screen, so there you go. 
So if you if they you know brought out an attachment or something so that you could attach your Joy Cons to a vertical switch, boom, you're ready to go. Absolutely. Also, I think I think with a lot of these 3DS games, or a lot in my experience of playing them, there's not always a lot happening on the second screen. So I think you might be able to design it to put like those features maybe in a corner, or you can just touch touch screen those things. Maybe picture in picture type thing. Picture in picture. I, it, I yeah. think certainly for things like Nintendo's first party 3DS games, they could rehash things however they felt appropriate for that yeah and you're right for, for a lot of games there's fuck all on that bottom screen yeah i'll just you know I, I can't wait to have a thing that i need to peer at and can't see the icons on because my eyes are shit this you've got this this you've got this to look forward to mike like because when i bought my <laughs> new laptop i had to make the icons because i couldn't fucking see them anymore so i can't wait to have to go to the opticians and go right why is your prescription so much worse i bought a switch mini yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i think we can all agree as long as the switch mini remains compatible with the hands-free switch adapter from japan oh we'll god yeah that's happy. the most important yeah. thing yeah yeah Absolutely. Uh, and otherwise, in Nintendo news, Atari are taking the piss again. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen the state of this? Yes. Look, this, is, this, is, this is the red line. You've fucked with me. You can't fuck with Roller Coaster Tycoon. Now you're on my turf, Atari. Now you've gone too fucking far. Have you seen the minimum pledge for this bullshit? Yeah. So, basically, Nint- uh, Atari, or whoever has is currently in possession of the licensing of the name Atari. Whoever's wearing their skin, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, announced the other night that they'd really love to make Roller Coaster Tycoon for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, but in order to do that, they're probably going to need around ten, at least $10,000, maybe up to a million dollars. And they'd like to raise that money by everybody pledging a minimum of $250. Um, yeah, uh, do, do we look that fucking stupid? Well, it's interesting. Well, it, (laughs) there's been two responses to this because it has reached its minimum funding goal. So clearly there are some people who are like, yeah, go on. I have more money than It's sitting as $21,200 at the moment funded. And yet the general response from the rest of the people is, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I'm on the are you fucking kidding me pile. Um, You're you're supposed to... It's a big pile. (laughs) Right? You you can crowdfund your games if you're some person sat in their bedroom working alone trying to break into the gaming industry, whatever. All that stuff. That's who it's for. Not Atari. A lot has been made about the fact that Atari have been recently... uh, boasting and I in other places about how uh, how much money they've made recently you know like billions of dollars from leveraging their IPs across other you know platforms so it's like well if you've made billions of dollars and you need 10,000 I think you can I'm find sure, it I'm sure you'll be able to find that down the back of the yeah. sofa um what I really like is the on the on the on the uh, funding page. It's got a thing that says pre-alpha footage, which is a, a screenshot of <laughs> yeah. another Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> game just photoshopped onto a Switch. Yeah, that's pre-alpha footage now, apparently. Yeah, as if they've got it up and running, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Look, at Atari. The fucking cheek of this. Look, yeah. Fucking cheek of this. That's what no, it is, isn't it? it it's additionally- how fucking cheeky is this? Additionally, someone someone did the unthinkable, uh, something I've never done. They read the terms and conditions uh, of the funding, 
And they found that Atari have included a uh, clause. I, I don't have it in front of me, but the gist of it is uh, that it's, I mean, it contains the word irregular. It's an irregular use clause that states that they are allowed to use up to $10,000 of this money, which is the minimum amount they're asking for, in order to uh, fund, you know, any old shit. You know, if someone in the office needs a grand, you know, take that. That's fine. So considering that's their minimum pledge amount, they're basically saying, yeah, 10 grand of this that's not actually going to go into the game. <laughs> That's sort of for right. us to pocket. Yeah. This is what's going to happen then, lads. Right. So I want them. I want Valve to make Portal Three. Okay. So minimum two hundred and fifty dollar investment, somewhere between ten thousand and a million dollars, will crowdfund me to go to LA or wherever Valve's office is and stand with a loud hailer outside their office until they make it, or People I get a restraining order. People have done that for Half Life Three, and Valve have invited them in. So <laughs> it is probably the best thing to do, it's, it's isn't happened. it? It definitely has happened. Yeah, I remember well, that. My analogy broke down when that was a, it, apparently a idea that worked. But this is, this is, this is <laughs> what they're doing with Rollercoaster Tycoon. Half-Life 3 hasn't happened. And That's I'm true. That, but, you know, still. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's worked out for them because people have got their crowdfund. They've gone on a lovely holiday. The police weren't called. Yes. Yeah. It's a good night out, isn't it? Because yeah. we don't know what happened to that person once they got inside the Valve office. <laughs> yeah, we are building. assuming they left again. That's yeah. true. Well, <laughs> someone left. Someone who looked like them left. We don't know if it was exactly the same person or, again, if we're looking at a skin job type scenario. There but, you go. Uh, yeah. Also, 10,000 to a million. That's a that's a. That's a wide margin right there. It really is a big yeah. I mean a big that, zone. You know that speaks to me of not really knowing how to budget for something. <laughs> you know, if I was asking for people, you know, I, I you know, I don't really ask for money from people. Um, just their undying devotion. Uh, but if I was wanting to do something, I would I would have a figure is what I'm saying. I would try to stick to it. I would say, you know, if, if it was going to take, say, a grand, I'd ask for, you know, a bit more than that, just for some shit happens money. Contingencies, yeah, contingencies. Contingency money, but what is the, you know, 10,000 to a million, that's a bit too it's, big for shit happens money. It's the difference money. between, yeah, it's the difference between these guys having just run-of-the-mill prostitutes or high-class escorts. You see, when you phrase it like that, I kind of want to pitch in. I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page for Atari and trying <laughs> to make sense of who the fuck is Atari right now. I think what well, I think did we talk um, about this when it was Atari branded gear, yeah. like clothes or something like that once or or was that it's Yeah, in, we tried to work this out before I think. Inf yeah, Infogrames bought them in 2001. Um and then they later in 2009 Infogrames changed their name to Atari SA whatever the fuck that means um, but then there's all kinds of like subsidiaries and filing for bankruptcy and other mm -hmm. things uh, th this one thing intrigues me on June 22nd 2014 Atari announced a new corporate strategy that would include a focus on new audiences specifically LGBT social casinos real money gambling and YouTube 
like I didn't there know was LGBT meeting. people were into gambling. Yeah, it's is that like, like a crossover. You, you know what we need? We're not doing. We just need to spread out to gay people and YouTube and the gamblers. What? <laughs> okay, you, your mind works in an odd way. Okay, um, and that's it. And there's not really a lot of other information about them. They feel like, um, a, yeah, the way they're operating, it feels like a company from the 80s. You just fuel purely by cocaine. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> exactly yes. what they do or how they're making money or... I just At the moment, my- it just sounds like a shell company for, like, just slush funds and yeah. weird shit like that. It's the damn pirate Atari. But I'm not giving them any of my money. No, sir. Um, if they are to make and release Roller Coaster Tycoon for the 3D for the Switch, and it is reviewed and it turns out it works well and that kind of thing, then I may give them my money because it's Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm. Who, who doesn't want another go on that? But let's but, not also forget that this is the same. I assume the same <clears throat> Atari. Um, and that is a big assumption to make. But I assume it's the same Atari who just went dark after the field launch of the kickstarter yes. for the atari box it is so, yeah, exactly the same about atari. That. and this it's, then this is this is popped up in its place to launch and it, you know it's it's generally considered a big red flag whenever a company launches a new kickstarter before they finished the old product mm-hmm. that's a bad sign <laughs> they have yep. gone very quiet about that atari box thing haven't they yep before christmas yeah the big sort of fluffed launch of the kickstarter and they have been completely silent have they taken money for that from people yet i don't think so i don't think i think that was the idea that they were go they were about to launch the kickstarter and then they realized yeah, that yeah. they had quote unquote core elements were not in place um i'm wonder- guessing the pile of cocaine hit dangerously low levels and I, um- you know it went quiet. I wonder if they just realized it was a shit idea. Let's make, let's make roller coaster type instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've not taken anyone's money yet. It'll be all right. Just don't fucking talk about it again. People will forget. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the plan. I don't know. But, I, yeah, don't anybody give them $250 till they're showing us a fucking game. Well, uh, the, the site's still up. Uh, they, they, you know, they're asking you to join a wait list. Just, you know, for hurry, crowdfunding soon. That's that's all they're saying. Yeah, I'm not in a rush for that. But good luck with it, Atari. Like I say, I, if you bring that out, I'll buy it. I'd like that, but I don't think you're gonna. So, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. PlayStation stuff. Uh, what happened one day was the guy at PlayStation, the CEO, don't know his name. Or if they even have a CEO. Whoever's in charge of PlayStation shit. That's not their official job title. But they saw the big crap ton of money that Nintendo were making off Amiibo and thought, hey, we should have some of that money. And now they're doing PlayStation Amiibo that aren't really Amiibo. Because none of PlayStation's things have NFC built in. Yes. They can't. So these literally are just little figurines. Nothing more. They have no functionality, no purpose other than to take up room on your desk and shelves and give Sony money for basically fuck all. Um, I've seen mixed... Well, no, I actually haven't seen mixed reactions. I've seen only positive reactions to this. Uh, But not from me. I think these are fucking (laughs) awful. 
<laughs> I think they look I did, all right. I, I don't know what I did. As, I did until I saw the prepper, the rapper one. Like, I kind of want the prepper, the rapper one. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's just, I think they're just awful. At least Amiibo have the excuse of doing something. Uh, but these are just things. Would you feel happier if you could rub them against something? Is that what you want from your figures? I, w- I would feel happier if they had a purpose other than just to exist. Yeah, I mean, you're justifying spaffing 15 quid. on a, You know, at least it does something else other than collect dust. Yeah. But that is literally all these do. And I, I, do you know, I'm not against nice arty things. Like this is, this is essentially the equivalent of those little fucking lily put lane things my mum used to get. <laughs> but at least with those lily put lane things, you, you kind of had that, like a skilled sculptor has sat and made this. There are only so many of them, whatever. Whereas this, it's just like, yeah, we bang them out and machine 50,000 a day, whatever. Uh, there's nothing nice or special about it. They're just a bit of plastic. And they do nothing. And they're a tenor. And we, we get more games with that money. Buy more games. That's my advice. Yeah. Well, look, at least it's not like that. Did you see the uh, the link I showed you, that fella's Funker Pop collection? Oh, oh yeah, that, fucking hell. That was just Jesus insane. Jesus Christ. I, that was I, truly disgusting. I genuinely hope, I hope the place burns down. Well, no, because what, what, how this had come out was that it was it come up on Reddit that this fella's wife had issued like a not a, an ultimatum slash contract between the two of them that he he was to only spend a certain amount of money on Funko Pops per month with some exceptions. Everyone's going, oh, it's terrible, gaslighty, shitty wife, all this sort of thing. And then <laughs> the pictures, and then the pictures of his collection emerged. Everyone went, fucking hell, she was generous with how much he's allowed to spend per month on Funko Pops. Uh, yeah, that was that. That made that actually made my heart hurt. Oh, it was. Oh, that. Jesus! Just so many dead-eyed lumps of nonsense. I, I quite frankly find it amazing that a man who needs a monthly budget for Funko Pops has got a fucking wife. Yeah, I, the- that is the most unbelievable bit of that story to me. Yeah, but I live with someone who I'm married to someone who bought seven different copies of Spearhead from Space, so. <laughs> I don't. No, they're not the same. Well, was that a, they're was not that a the pre-existing same. condition. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was, was a that pre-existing a... condition. I did. Jump, I, you know, I, I went in with my eyes open. You knew about that, yeah. yeah that, like but he said he war. did buy. A, he did buy a different version of it again last week. <laughs> Still, yeah, well, it's, it's you know. not collecting every Funko Pop. I mean, that is truly deranged. I mean, it's not even like just a series, like, you know, just comic book ones, as you love comic books. No, he got it was just all. mechanically buying every fucking Funko Pop there was. That's a problem, I think. That's where it becomes like an obsession rather than a... Yeah, but, you know, I'd rather he was doing that than killing people, which I think is what he might be doing otherwise. Well, let's hope they don't stop making Funko Pops then. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 what would he be doing otherwise? Collecting the heads of prostitutes? I don't know. He would be just collecting people's skin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no. I know that's uh, your thing, yeah. Mike, but, you know. but yeah, no, it is interesting. I, you know, occasionally I like looking at, an, at a good collection, like that guy with the Nintendo collection. It was borderline creepy, but I was like, still like, this is impressive. And yeah, everything is nicely yeah. ordered and everything. You know, that's kind of, that is, you know, that's, that's sort of a commitment to a thing. But looking at this guy, it's like, 
that guy's collection of Funko Pops, that is going to be cited either in divorce hearings or a murder trial. That's it would yeah. be it would be the quickest divorce of all time because you know the wife would just come to the court, show the court these pictures of his fucking room, and then go right, granted, done. Get you know, flee, woman, flee. She wouldn't even need to speak. Just yeah. just no, a slideshow. Just throw the just throw the printouts across the table. That would be the first ever episode of Who Lives in a House Like This to contain the phrase "Holy fuck!" <laughs> <sighs> so let's look forward to those coming out from Sony. <laughs> Kotaku, they'll be called, which is weird. They'll be nine ninety nine, <sighs> and they'll do nothing. But there you go. Uh, in other news, the PlayStation Four has been hacked. Yeah, interestingly. Yeah. Yeah. Exploit only works on system software 4.05, which is actually fairly old. Yeah, yeah. like back in November last yeah. year. No, 2016. Oh. oh, shit. Sorry, 2016. Yeah. Damn. Even further back. So, uh, and I don't think, well, I'm sure there's a way probably to, you know, flash old firmware onto a machine, onto, onto a PS4. I uh, don't know. I, I actually don't know. I've never yeah, tried. I don't know. I, I'm making an assumption there, yeah, but, you know. I'd be surprised, to be honest. Yeah. So this won't have, like, a big effect on piracy because, like, as you say, everyone's already running a much more modern version of the OS, which has yeah. this thing patched. But what it has, the interesting thing to me is that it's opened up the ability to pe- for people to load uh, PlayStation 2 ISOs onto the PS2, onto the PS4, which has a built-in PS2 emulator, because that's how the PS2 classics work that you can buy. They basically just run on a PlayStation 2 emulator built into the PlayStation 4. And yeah, they've been, this has opened up the ability to load uh, other games to see how they run. And it turns out they run really, really well. It's sort of it, the annoying thing is why aren't they? Yeah, that's there's what a I was... really limited collection of PS2 classics available. I mean, I remember on the PlayStation 3 they had a much bigger library of PlayStation 2 mm. and PSP games that you could download and play. I think I actually had quite a few of them. Um, but for the PlayStation 4, for some reason, they have mostly abandoned it. Like, it seems weird, like considering as well that this year, like for example, they've got a big IP of theirs, so God of War is yeah. coming out. So wouldn't it be nice if you could say, "Hey, get your old God of War disc and throw it in your lovely PS4"? And I think part of it has to do with this wave of like the remastered versions, yeah. like yeah. Jack and Daxter, and was Jack and Daxter uh, or Ratchet and Clank or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Also, the uh, subscription service that they've got. Yes, that too. That too. Yeah. I, I think that's really what they'd like us all to be on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny how like they haven't done they, they sort of seem adamant against it, whereas Xbox is quite as really going hard with the backwards compatibility thing. I mean I'm I mean the rate that they're putting they're sort of making three sixty old three sixty games compatible with the Xbox One is I mean they're doing like yeah. several a month at the moment and it's only picking up pace. So. And not only not only that, but they're actually you know kudos to them they're enhancing games from the previous generation to make them run you know much smoother and with uh you know higher uh like better what do you call it uh load distances and things like that so it is weird that sony have backpedaled somewhat are holding off on this yeah um i'm actually a bit frustrated with sony now 
Because yeah. I, I must admit, that backwards compatibility with, that you're getting out of the Xbox One is something that interests me greatly about the Xbox One. Yeah. I mean, what, what's nice as um, well with the 360 is like, because I, I mean, because like when I played Far Cry 3, I played it backwards compatible to my one and it looked great. Oh. And what's nice is, the other thing is, a lot of 360 games, they're like two quid now because people <laughs> have got rid of them to buy yeah. an Xbox One and then they've been made back to it later. So you can go and try out like these, like for me, especially like where I've come to these said generation consoles quite late and I missed a whole generation out, essentially. I can go and just sort of cherry pick stuff and try it and it's not massively expensive it is weird for uh backwards compatibility to come to a console later in its life usually uh like we were saying with the the ds had backwards compatibility for the gba early on and then they dropped it similarly there were early versions of the ps3 which had ps2 backwards compatibility baked in and then they very quickly stopped doing those. So it's weird for backwards compatibility to, to have a sort of a boon in the middle of a console's lifespan. Yeah, it is. Discuss. <laughs> no, you're absolutely yeah. right. But I'm <laughs> I'm still getting over the fact that I'm I'm looking at the shelf of PS2 games, just think if I could put those in my PS4 and they just worked. I, I could live if they didn't even do the enhancing that Microsoft have done. Well, this you just one make box it run you can it. use for everything. Yeah. I watched the, uh, the video and it seems that... Uh, if anything, the the emulation that the PlayStation Four is doing is like incredibly accurate to the point where it doesn't. It, you get a slightly more stable frame rate, but that's about it. Like everything else is identical, which you know, considering PlayStation Two emulation like on PC is a bit dodgy, it's really impressive. Yeah. It'd be incredible. It'd be. Uh, I would like it if uh, they managed to. Thanks to this, they managed to rip that emulation off and put it out on PCs, so that people could finally have, you know, perfect PlayStation Two uh, emulation. Because I have no moral code, but we've established that. I just want them to get on and do it with the damn PS4 now. Damn you, Sony! <laughs> yeah, come on. And well, I'm so saying you know, that I, mean, I am sat I mean, eight feet from a PS2, and it, it, still, <laughs> I would rather that they did this. Well, yeah, I mean, because especially as Microsoft are now going to be making old, like, first Xbox games mm. compatible with this generation, it doesn't really feel like there's much excuse, technically, why PlayStation can't put, why you couldn't put a PS2 disc in a PS4, really. Yeah. No, technically, so, there's no reason. I mean, yeah. other than, you know, keep selling people three copies of God of War because you want to buy it for the PS2, the PS3, and the PS4. Except that they, except that they're not doing that. That's the thing. Is that yeah, GTA is Three and Vice City aren't available to download on the PlayStation 4's you know, digital uh, on the you know the PlayStation Network, like they were on the PlayStation 3's network. So it's just so weird to see someone looking at a pile of money and saying, "No, nah. no." Yeah, I mean, especially as because you know you've got two or three companies which make a console and they ultimately what they want is people to buy their console and then buy the next console from them and the next console off from them and so i would have thought that being able to play as many of their games on as many of their systems as easily as you possibly can is the best way to keep people with xbox or just with playstation or just with nintendo so it seems weird that the other two are doing it. I mean, this is a copycat league. It seems weird <laughs> that the other two are doing it, and the yeah. other one it just adamantly isn't. It is weird. It is really weird. 
See, but, yeah, I'm going to be interested to see any more. You know, uh, I, I'm interested to see more of the comparisons, what games work and what games don't. Yeah. See, Nintendo do the same leaving the pile of money there with mm. their back catalog of stuff. You know, when you get your 3DS, you'll go into the eShop and you'll look at the virtual console stuff. And for five or six minutes, you will be blown away and really impressed and worried about the amount of money you're going to spend on old Nintendo games. And then you'll suddenly realize, is this all there is? Really? This has been out for seven years and this is all you've done. Where? Hang on, there are no Game Boy Advance games here. Really? Uh, Yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh, Oh. That seems like a massive omission. Yeah, it is. Um, can Game Boy Advance games run on a 3DS? Well, we actually know they can. There was a, a special edition that was given out as uh, actually compensation for something back in the early days of the 3DS uh, called the Ambassador Edition that came oh. preloaded with 10 Game Boy Advance games. And that huh. is the... So, technically, yeah, works fine. They just looked at all that money and went, nah. We're all right. And you should say, why are you fucking crazy? Do you know how many uh, Game Boy Advance games I'd have bought by now if you just made them available? Just, (laughs) but no, they don't. Just leave it there. Leave that money there. And clearly Sony will do it as well. Microsoft, however, know better. Um, Seems so. Well, to be honest, I think what you're looking at is the difference between, while we look at all these companies as very large, uh, I, I think when we're just looking at the gaming segment of stuff, we, we forget about what Microsoft really do. And yeah. uh, they know about making money. Uh, so, yeah, they're not going to leave shit on the table. They're cleverer than that. Uh, Nintendo, no one will ever work out. Also, Sony and Nintendo, both Japanese companies, maybe there's some sort of cultural thing where it's considered it's considered shameful to have too much money. Maybe whereas, so. <laughs> whereas America has never had that problem. <laughs> no. Uh, so there we go. What else? Right. So, yeah. Speaking of X, this kind of ties in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was kind of stunned to see this news. Uh, Microsoft just announced the other night that their Xbox Game Pass, which is their monthly subscription service, will be getting new games on day of release. Which, so you know, they, and the Microsoft exclusive one. So, in theory, if you have Game Pass, the day Halo 6 drops, you can play it on Game Pass. Basically, which, yeah. Which, just to clarify, because I haven't been in the Microsoft camp for ages, this is not... Uh, is it still called Xbox Gold? No, this is separate. So basically, Gold is the, you know, you can then go on, play multiplayer, you get four free games a month thing. Um, right. Yes. And then that's 40 quid a year still. And then Game Pass is like their Netflix style. Right. Access this big digital library. You can play these games, win achievements. If you want to buy this game and own it, you can buy it at a discount. Otherwise, you can play it for as long as you keep up your Game Pass subscription. If you let it lapse, then obviously we take away your ability to play that game. Yeah. So, yeah. that's. Cool. Uh, uh, when it launched, I think it was $7.99 a month. It might, I think it's more now. But I think you can you can play for a, a month to try it for a quid. Yeah, I think they all do that, the monthly, yeah. monthly trial. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, first-party uh, titles being out of this that's that pretty awesome like, that's see, quite I mean, a the, bit of value yeah i mean the, the one that people are really excited about sea of thieves so you'll be able to play that on day one 
um yeah which i i mean because i've been because i i pay for gold and i haven't really been very interested in the game pass because it's a lot of things i already you know it's that netflix thing always a lot of things i've already got at the moment but yeah. now it's expanding i mean i'm not especially excited about sea of thieves but i mean as things come out and be added to it if there is some sort of exclusive i mean it's definitely worth a quid to try it for a month isn't it yeah 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 and if you're paying for this already then you know it means that people See, the one worry I have about this is if they're trying this, if they're giving away, you know, essentially the game for the subscription fee, things like Sea of Thieves, these big MMO things, it makes me worry that they're then going to try and make back that money with... So it it does make me worry a little bit about that because they're going to have to make back some of that somewhere. But hopefully they will resist the temptation to be dicks. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I expect there probably will be loot boxes, but if they're wise, they will just have it as, oh, it's just cosmetic stuff like your ship or your character or something yeah. like that. Nothing, nothing nothing like pay to win this game, essentially. So Yeah. yeah. I think the, 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 the hook is that you've got a big MMO that you're now essentially paying a monthly subscription to, and if you stop playing, all the things that you've done in that MMO, all your achievements, all that goes away. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So as well as this, people have been uh, this is sort of the next story. People have been uh, talking about how the announcement of this sort of confirms uh, Gears of War five and Halo six. Which, eh. yeah, I mean, I must say, I'm probably the only person who owns an Xbox who hasn't played Gears of War. I mean, it is the the other what? big shooter. What, none of yeah, them. No, none of them. Wow. Okay. Well, like I say, I missed the whole generation, and then when um, the latest one came out, for, when 4 came out for the Xbox One, I mean, I'm like, well, I'm four games behind, because there's 1, 2, 3, and Judgment, and I was like, eh. Also, yeah. the, the, my problem is, you you know me in completionism. Yeah. Gears has a notoriously... Oh, yeah. Yeah. A set of 100% completion achievements, which, I mean, I wouldn't probably bother, but um, <laughs> honestly, I know, I know, hand on my heart, I'm not doing, you know, Norintoracy and 4, you have the Seriously 4.0 one. Yeah, they're called Seriously, then 2, 3, and 4, which is like, you know, get 100,000 kills, get all these medals in the game, play this amount of multiplayer for this amount of hours. I'm, just, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, it's... It's kind of a, an enormous time sink just playing it even casually. So um, also because it, it did feel to me a little bit like a series which is a bit Call of Duty-ish in the, and like Halo in that, yeah, we've got a campaign, but the multiplayer is really what you want to play. So, um, but I mean, again, it might be worth sort of maybe just getting a month of Game Passes. I think they're all on, the old ones are on Game Pass, either that or they're all backwards mm-hmm. compatible. And so many people bought Gears of War. Oh, yeah. If you go, if you go into a game or you know a discount, re- you know a secondhand retailer, you can buy the entire Gears of War back catalogue for about a fiver. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like, like you say, if people have you know the uh, the Game Pass thing, then you know. They're going to get, it's going to help the multiplayer component out big time because people are just going to mm. dip in to try it. And you never know. That's how you get people hooked in. And Gears has had, you know, cosmetic DLC for quite a while. Mm. So, you know, but nothing, like you say, nothing uh, pay to winny. No. Which sounds like a horrible DLC for a fucking equestrian game. <laughs> if ever there is, if ever there's a horse game. Oh, dear. 
pay to winning. I have a horse game here. Oh, yeah, there are horse games, isn't there? You sort of like yeah. you know my you know to take a father Ted line, the my lovely horse games essentially. Uh, oh. Is it Pippa Funnels Ranch <laughs> Challenge or something? Yeah, I've heard of that one, but it just it, it, the Pippa Funnel. It always sounded like a piece of OBGYN equipment. <laughs> Pippa Funnel Ranch Rescue. <laughs> Which sounds like a procedure. It does, and I have it for the Wii. It cost me 75 pence, and uh, it's ever so good. You paid a pound <laughs> too much for it, mate. I, I think I maybe did, uh, but it was one of those, I saw that it existed, and it's I have to know, and so I got it. Uh, and yeah, it's. Do you know does what? Does it have the Does it have the word as glue come from Mummy expansion? It's a game for little girls who like horses, which is fine. Which, which is, is fine. it's absolutely fine. It's not for me as a thirty nine year old man. That's not <laughs> what it was made for. Uh, so it would actually be unfair of me to sag it off. But I don't know. There are actually some comedically bad elements to it, even if it is a game <laughs> for kids. Because uh, ultimately, it's horse riding in a game uh, about horse riding. God, I'm actually just scanning through my Wii collection now. There's stuff I've never played yet. No Why sure. have I not played Wild Earth African Safari yet? It sounds like a winner. I know it does, doesn't it? I need to get on with that. Ah, oh, God. Anyway, where are we now? Far Cry 5 PC specs released. Let's see. I bet my MacBook Pro fits it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how your MacBook is. Oh, yeah. Uh, this got me excited because I was looking at them and they've done that thing that thankfully game companies are doing now where instead of just minimum and recommended. They've actually started putting out, you know, this is the specs for this resolution and frame rate. This is the, you know, if you want to go 1080, 60 frames, 4K, 30 or 4K, 60. Um, and seriously, 4K, 60. Fuck those people. Uh, <laughs> these horrible bourgeoisie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but it's nice. But And I thought, I was looking at this and I was thinking, okay, I'm running 1440 with a 1070. You know, this, I could get a pretty good frame rate uh, at my full resolution. But then I remembered what I've been playing for Ubisoft, uh, Assassin's Creed. So who I'm going to I'm gonna hold back on this and wait to see if they pull the same DRM bullshit with Far Cry that they did with Assassin's Creed that seriously affects performance. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be... That'll be a biggie for me. But otherwise, it looks like it's, you know, it's a decently um, optimized game. Holy shit, though. You've got to be seriously into spending some money to play at 4K 60 FPS. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like a 700-pound graphics card. Like an SLR. Mm. If you can find one. Yeah, if yeah, you can find one. If you can find one. Uh, was an, a Core i7-6700K at 4 gigahertz. Mm. I can only imagine that's like a 1,200-pound processor. I might be totally wrong, and I feel the need to look it up. Uh, I don't think... I think the Core i7-67, I think that's... I think that's one of the newer models, and I think it's pretty good. I'm sure it will be. I As in pricing-wise, I think... Suddenly, oh. the price point of buying an extra yeah, one yeah, for 4K telly seems yeah. cheap. Oh, I've got it for 270 on Amazon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm looking at, yeah, scan. So. In, in fact, 
in fact, they've got the 7700 for 260 quid. You'd get that one because that's faster. Yeah, I've been looking. I am because it's the next upgrade I'm going to be making to the, the PC is because uh, I have a, a Core i5. Uh, 6600 and I was looking at the the i7 6700 but then I realized that even though it's the same socket as my motherboard because of the way they upgraded it it's not compatible so I'll have to get the slightly the, the last generation i7 but fuck it it'll work it'll give me a it'll hopefully give me some overhead for uh you know Ubisoft fucking with processors yeah for DRM it'll it'll give me you know it'll stop those dips from 70 down to 13 frames per second <sighs> well i could seriously cur- ubisoft stop fucking with your games <laughs> could currently order a gtx 1080 8 gigabyte card from amazon for 691 pounds my Fuck god me. i bought it in i got it at the end of two, 2016 when it was like 400 well i got a 1070 but you know same diff yeah, which oh, is the damn. one, which is still, I believe, the one to go for in terms of a performance per pound, so yeah. to speak. It's the best value. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not getting the same proportion of improvement in speed with the 1080 that you're paying for, exactly. yeah. especially at this this much money. And like I think uh, Nvidia released the Ti edition of the 1070 they have i which i only recently found out what that means uh it's it stands for titanium it's essentially meaningless bullshit yes yes it is but uh yeah they uh they kind of they really pissed in everyone's chips with that one because they uh they they forbid their because you know whenever a, a manufacturer puts out a graphics card you can buy sort of the founder's edition directly from the manufacturer but most people will buy a version that's been made by MSI or Asus or, you know, anyone else because they will add their own uh, fans or uh, they'll usually put in a factory overclock. Yeah. So you're getting slightly more performance without having to overclock it yourself. Uh, For the the TI edition of the 1070, uh, NVIDIA said to all of its partners, no, they made it part of the contract that if you want to manufacture GTX 1070 Ti's, you are you are completely forbidden from overclocking it. Really? Yeah, they really, really fucked with a lot of people on that one. Yeah, a lot of manufacturers were not happy. So it's considered it's best to go for the the non Ti edition of the 1070. Okay, another PSA. <laughs> I'm full of it today. <laughs> Keep Help it me, up, they're just good. insane numbers and letters for ages I again. Know, sorry. <laughs> I know, sorry. I know. <laughs> the, the fact is, it, we, do you know what? I think at least my MacBook meets the minimum configuration. Cause that it's would a, be interesting. G, GTX 670. Now I think I've got a GTX 750. The 670 was quite a while. I had a, my last PC had a 660 Ti. <laughs> oh, this is a, a GeForce GT 750M. Yeah, the mobile version, yeah. So that's that will in theory make meet it, but it will only run at 720p on my Retina display. Um, <laughs> so that's always fun. But the fact is, this would go on my PS4, and that's why I've yeah. got a PS4. Yeah, uh, you know. Well, this this had this did get me thinking. There, uh, do you remember the big Watchdogs con- uh, controversy? 
I like to split. Uh, you know the way they say uh, on the BBC whenever they're talking about on Northern Ireland news, they like to uh, they have a mandate that they have to say Londonderry and Derry an equal number of times. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those weird things that we have over here to stop people from throwing bricks at each other. I like to do the same thing with the word controversy. Half the time I will pronounce it controversy, and the other <laughs> half I'll pronounce it controversy. I'm purely a controversy person. See, secretly that's what I do, but it's my one concession I make right, to, okay. the, to the universe, and I like it because it's essentially meaningless. But yeah, back. Uh, do you remember this? Uh, back when Watch Dogs uh, launched on PC. People were very confused because it did not look anywhere near as good as it did whenever they announced it on PC. Yeah, yeah. And then people dug through the files and they found that all of the high-res texture, textures and particle effects and uh, atmospheric effects were still in there. And they made the game look not quite as good as it did on the, you know, the first release, the first reveal of it. But it made it look a lot better than it did uh, you know by default and it turned out that ubisoft had purposefully handicapped the game in order to not make the playstation 4 and xbox one versions look bad or no was it 360 and ps3 at that time i can't well, remember dogs kind of straddled them both yeah but, yeah. Did, yeah you're right it did but they yeah they did it they handicapped the game on pc specifically so as not to piss off sony and microsoft yeah because they by making yeah they, they were the trying to flog these new next generation consoles and and the truth was they laid launched light years behind pcs exactly i i'm slightly suspicious that they're doing slightly the same thing but much more sneaky with this uh with this processor bullshit that they're pulling with their uh the drm because i don't think the drm is anywhere near uh you know i don't think they're getting the effectiveness out of the the drm by double layering it but what it is doing is it's making the pc versions a little less desirable and therefore keeping the the uh console versions a little more desirable Hmm. it's just my theory it's just my theory it's what's happening it's just a theory i don't know i don't know I what what are they doing? What's this other thing here then? Ubisoft announced Sam, yeah, the company's first personal gaming assistant, designed to enhance players' gaming experience. Sam leverages players' profile. I'm already distracted by the fact that it has the same name as Derek Akora's Spirit Guide. <laughs> you know what this is? This is fucking Clippy. Yes, it looks like you're trying to play a game. Can I help you with that? No, you can't. Fuck, Fuck off. off. Yeah. If I had if I was playing if I was playing Far Cry five and I died a couple of times on a section and some fucking sarcastic little piece of shit pops up and says, Looks like you're having trouble there, would you like to look at this YouTube video? I would be Is doing that the, why it you haven't cut. me on you play? <laughs> Look, I can't find you on you play, Mike. I don't know what you you offended the wrong person, but I did. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, uh, that was weird, but um yeah. The next would be a shot of my TV flying out of the window. <laughs> Fuck this idea. It's terrible. Yeah. The, the, everything I'm reading about this sounds horrible. It really is. It's off Ubisoft. And Let me the, be alone. And it, it's the, not even as clever as you're saying it. It's not even suggesting what you, you've talked about there, Emma. It, it's, it's not that good. 
No, oh, I thought that's what it was. No, it's all about watching trailers of Ubisoft games, or that—that's it, really. Uh, directing I mean, you to pages on the Ubisoft website. I mean, we all know what it's going to be. Oh, you're playing Far Cry Five. Would you like to buy the DLC for Far Cry Five? Five. Yeah. Maybe that- you'd like to other also Ubisoft products. because in the picture there it's got like hey sam how can i buy steep i mean that is for the fucking mentally subnormal just go to the (laughs) store and buy it how do do computer work how am i these are the people that go into amazon questions and type i don't know yeah they're all there look look in the it's on the questions for any product on amazon you will find somebody who's felt the need to go on and say i don't know why have you written uh, that you fucking idiot also they've committed a cardinal sin of these digital assistants which is they've chosen a regular name yeah i mean apple who the you know there's nobody on earth called siri there are very few people called alexa i doubt there's any i doubt there's anyone called cortana and i would really worry if there was someone out there called okay google that would be frightening but they've called it sam so if you do install this you better hope you don't know anyone called Sam or you don't watch any TV shows with someone called Sam, <laughs> you know, because yeah, this thing's going to be waking just up. out the window Con- now. <laughs> yes, you're missing out on all of Quantum Leap. You can't do that anymore. <sighs> Ubisoft Personal Gaming Assistant. It's really just an interactive way to buy their shit. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it doesn't do anything. I mean, it's annoying as- enough with you play, like, because obviously playing Assassin's Creed, if you do a certain amount of things on Assassin's Creed, it'll pop up and say, hey, you've earned some Helix credit. Have I fuck off? I'm busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that is the one thing that, uh, yeah, maybe this is their way of, because I've been genuinely quite impressed. Like I said, because the last Assassin's Creed game I played was Unity. So I've been very impressed with how restrained Ubisoft have been with shoving the microtransactions in your face. Yeah, they've been all right with it, actually. But I must say, with the you. With this yeah. one where you play, because I realised that, because like I say, having basically just ignored it solidly otherwise, yeah. I clicked on it, you know, for the first time in 18 months or something, since last when I played Syndicate, and I found that I had a load of Helix points, mm. which I somehow acquired through playing all their fucking games. So, um... They give you a few to start, so that they give you'll you be wanting to well. buy more. Yeah. yeah, which I'm not doing. I uh, but I, yeah, I do get a strange satisfaction from spending the ones that they give you and then never buying any. Anymore. Yes, but what was nice was the mission that is a pre was a pre-order bonus for Origins oh, yeah, is yeah. on there for Helix credits. I thought, well, I've got a fuckload of these things. Why don't I get the pre-order? I'll do the pre-order mission. It's only short, but free. I'll have it. So I downloaded it, played it. That's all fine. But now every time I boot up fucking Origins, it's going... Oh, you've got this thing you can play. It's like, yes, I know. I've fucking done it already. Could you just chill out? Oh, really? I don't have that yeah. problem. Maybe it's because I maybe it's because I got that as the pre-order bonus. Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't. Don't know. I was a filthy scab and I did it for free. I think I just used my Helix credits to buy a bunch of um, crafting bits just to save me from slaughtering the entire Nile supply of Ibexes. You know. Oh no! I just killed everything. Oh yeah, good, good on you. Well, I'm used to it from Far Cry as well. They sort of yeah, conditioned me yeah. to just slaughter everything that moves in front of me. I'm looking at full companion comparison of assistance. There's Alice from Yandex. I have no idea what she Why is. Why would you call it after the evil thing from Resident Evil? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, assistant from Big Toit. 
which is a great. Let's, I mean, Spigtoid, I'd love to ask. Spigtoid, help. <laughs> <laughs> you just sneeze and it starts going. Beep, yeah. Beep, 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 yeah. Alexa Bixby, uh, Brianna from Brianna Soft, Cadence from Cadence Studio, Cortana. Oh, Evie, which was another Amazon one, apparently. Oh, I uh, think that might have been the Siri people. Was it Evie, Amazon, and True Knowledge? Hmm. Uh, Google yeah, Assistant. Yeah, the Google true, no. I, I think the True Knowledge, were, yeah, they're the company that made Siri in the first oh, place. I interesting. I think. Don't anybody feel the need to. <laughs> I'm not going to click on it. Get in touch uh, about that. M. Which was apparently Facebook's digital assistant, which is discontinued as of January 2018. Yeah, they gave it a good couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say oh, that's that's nearly my name. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, Mycroft from Mycroft AI. That sounds good. <laughs> He's open source apparently. Uh, Sai, aka Otter, Sherpa. Good choice. Sherpa. I've heard of ninety percent of these. Can I just throw that out there? Sylvia. From Cognitive Code, Siri from Apple. That's just a lady in the canteen. They ask, yeah. a question, they ask her questions every time. Oi, Sylvia! Sylvia! <laughs> Lucidia, Viv, and Nina. They're all women, except for Bixby, maybe. That's fairly non gender specific, Bixby. That's isn't a bit. It? Yeah, Bixby. Yeah. So Google are the only ones who, you know, seem to. Google and uh, Samsung are the only ones going sort of non gender specific. All the others realize that we want women to do shit for us. <laughs> I, I generally found that people, when given the choice, tend to set their voice assistant to the opposite gender of what they are. I've never fiddled with those settings. No, I've never changed it. it it's really weird. Like, for, on my cool. iPhone, Siri is, is a woman, but Alison won't have that and switches it to the male voice. <laughs> and I, I've seen that same thing. Like, people tend Does to have not, the opposite. I, there'll be numbers on this and, and Does studies she not like it. to burden another overworked woman? Is that what she's doing? No, I think she just finds the female voice rather irritating. <laughs> I think uh, it's... Uh, and, I, think it's I, did, I did read this thing about the... I don't know if it's just men, but... Like in, in in fighter jets and things like that, for things that have voices, they use women's voices because men don't listen to other men. True. Because like on the tube, <laughs> the, the thing that says, you know, mind the gap, this station is blah, it's always a woman's voice. Right. What about um, like sat-navs? What's the breakdown there? Is it like, um, are they tend to be female by default or? I think they're female because, I mean, the one that we had was female, mostly so Chuck could argue with it. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not going that way, woman. So, yeah, I don't know. You, can, I, but for the most that I've ever known, people to have sat navs and things like my dad's is set to a woman's one and things like that. So, hang on, I found an article. Ever wondered why your GPS speaks in a female voice? This is an old article because it's ever since the new iPhone came out last week, Siri has become the newest technological innovation on the market. <laughs> Um, but did you ever wonder why Siri and your GPS systems speak in a female voice? Studies have shown that female voices are preferred over male voices. This preference starts before birth. Uh, 
Fetuses react when they hear their mother's voice. However, fetuses do not react when they hear other female voices or their father's voices. Furthermore, stereotypes play a role in American history. Female voices have been the radio operators. It was women who gave directions to pilots in World War II. Similarly, women have uh, conventionally taken on the role of secretaries and communicators. As a result, GPS systems and Siri systems are taking on a female voice for roles that have been traditionally female. Furthermore, in American movies, women take on the role of the good witch or positive character, while other while evil characters often have a deeper, more masculine voice. Okay, this is all very odd. <laughs> so there well, you I mean, go. This is true, though. I mean, if your if your yeah. mum tells you to do something, you're doing a heartbeat. Yeah. Whereas if your dad tells you to do something, you're like, I haven't you seen you since I was two. <laughs> what the well, fuck, no, I dude? Think it, I think it's true because, like, with J- Jasmine's a girl, and she doesn't listen to a fucking thing I say. But <laughs> when Chuck tells her off, she's that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all of these examples they're giving in this particular article seem like utter bullshit. Like, like you know, <laughs> Siri, Siri doesn't have a female voice because it was women who gave directions to pilots in World War Two. That there is no connection there. That wasn't Does Siri part have of the a decision male option, though? Yes. All right, cool. I kind of thought Apple would have been the type to sort of lock it down. No, no, no. It's it's oh, it's actually. Oh, gosh, I've just seen news because I picked up my phone. Marky Smith of The Fall has died. I don't yeah. know who that is. Um, hang on, then. Let me go into Siri. I'll, I'll give you an example here because why not? I know the Google Assistant does, but I don't know. I didn't know the Google Assistant and Google Now are listed as separate things. Yeah, they're... they're I presume uh, Alexa is so cool because you could be Alex or Alexa. Did you activate her fucking Alexa? No, no, <laughs> that was that was my Siri. So I have it. All right. <laughs> Your virtual assistant. There, that's what that's that's the setting I have, which is um, okay. American female, and so and but there's. I'm Siri. Your virtual assistant. Together, it's like, weird. Uh, weird. Then, I'm Siri. Your virtual assistant. That's British Ew. British male and. If I'm they Siri. This, your virtual assistant. British female. We also have. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. I'm oh, Siri, fuck off. your virtual assistant. Yeah. So I can actually select American, Australian, and British accents, male and female in both. Hmm. I'm Siri. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. But there you go. I have American female. Can you get them all to say, we are Siri at the same time? Not at the same time, but I kind of want to do that and just multi-track record. I could do that, you know, that's fine. One day they will. Yeah, one, one day, day they, they will. will. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so what? Sam, I think Sam is going to be a flash in the pan. <laughs> yeah, I, I do as well. Shit idea, Ubisoft. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, apparently... Uh, but if Nintendo did it, you would be fucking all over it. I wouldn't, and they wouldn't. <laughs> I think you had Mario's voice. If you could be like, it's a me, Mario. I, I think that could really test how much we're willing to put up with Mario. Look, N- Nintendo are having their own mobile app shit ideas. Without coming up with this, and I am not all over that. So, (laughs) you know, it's fine. Uh, Okay, what else do we have? The rest. Bungie. (laughs) Destiny 2's fucked. (laughs) So broken. I can't believe that it's still this broken. I, I hang on. There was a video. It's it's a sad story because it just it it speaks to the loyalty of these poor fan fanboys 
I do wonder who's still playing this game. Seriously, who's picking it up? Like, oh, better play Destiny 2. And then just, oh, it's broken again. <coughs> right. So this is another article um, entitled, Destiny 2 is not in a good place, says analyst in wake of microtransaction concerns. Um Hang on. Yeah, apparently, yeah, the yeah, Activision are starting to get a little bit worried that they may be facing a similar situation to EA. Yeah, because they are. Uh, yeah, because they kind of are. That uh, basically Bungie are not behaving responsibly. Yeah, they're behaving pretty fucking badly, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Uh, and people are just done with this game. Uh, it seems yeah. that even Twitch viewership is at an all-time low. You know what? I wonder if it's time to just for Bungie to say, "Look, here's all the rest of the DLC we were going to release. Have fun with that. Just cut it off. Just go make Halo Six. Just stop because <laughs> this is not everything you try and do just makes it worse." Well, Destiny was their Halo Six. It really it, or that, it was rather it was rather it was their Halo Five rather, I suppose. Oh wait, no, four. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been their Halo 4, so Destiny 2 would have been their Halo 5. It's very confusing. But yeah, they fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, they fucked it up, basically. Uh, at this point, really all there is to say, I think, is just don't buy Destiny 2. Mm. Uh, I, I still have more time for Bungie than I do for EA and Activision, but not much more. Yeah. Five, really minutes. Not long. It's so sad because their last Halo game, Halo uh, Halo Reach, was phenomenal. It was one of the best Halo games in the series, both the single player, especially the single player, was the first you know non controversial single player just in terms of its quality since Halo One, uh, and the multiplayer was fantastic. And they sort of saw the series off, and they had this huge sort of groundswell of uh, you know positivity and you know um people wishing them well and hoping them well in their next thing and destiny was okay it did okay they didn't you know it wasn't phenomenal but now with destiny 2 they have completely depleted that goodwill through seemingly just terrible decisions after terrible terrible decision i mean people after- willing to give them so much rope as well and they're just cutting it cutting it cutting it yeah Absolutely. So it's again, and it's, I mean, it doesn't even, it's not worth going into because it's the same fucking story. They've made a change to the game. People have noticed something's wrong. People have found out that something's wrong and Bungie have gone, yeah, sorry, we did a bad thing. We'll do better next time. The problem is, it's not that it's, oh, something's wrong, like it broke the game. It's something wrong that disadvantages players again. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just think the cynical part of you kicks in and goes, well, just, you know, this is about the fourth time they've been caught with their pants down, disadvantaging players in this game. None of, none of these errors have been giving players too much stuff. It's always been limiting people without telling them. This does not make me want to get into this kind of gaming. And I I kind of can't believe anyone has. No, these kind of, these sort of procedural MMO, kind of multiplayer type things are just they're all awful they're all like this yeah, i've been recently i've been wanting to try out a, a you know a sort of modern first person shooter uh you know partly just because i want to try out this new screen and push it to what it can do but all of the options i'm looking at it's just, there's nothing really that i'm you know 
it's not just that there's nothing there to suit my taste, but when I look at it, I'm like, is this thing going to slap me in the dick? Probably. <laughs> you know, I can't wait until, you know, we're, we're doing this about Anthem, which incidentally pushed back because it's, it's, it's similarly fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Anthem was the next Bioware EA game, which uh, we were talking about last week was the one featured in that, you know, uh, leaked dossier of how to fuck with players through yeah. microtransactions. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there is a big backlash uh, on the internet of people saying, do not buy Anthem. Do not pre-order this shit. Do not, you know, do not buy into it at all. And I don't know. It'd be great if you could find out pre-order figures. I'd like to think that Anthem is suffering. <laughs> oh, only, only the truly insane have surely put down money for it at this point surely mm, i true. you know they just gonna pick up people who are uninformed yeah which, which is, is a lot of people we are a minority dudes you know that's it well that's kind of the point of what we're doing here at all but mm. uh yeah i mean we're a bigger minority you know than we have ever been but we're still you know people who are informed who read news about games we're still a small segment of people who play games very much so, so. yeah um, and those other people need to listen to us. Absolutely, they do. You are all listening, aren't you? I've clipped then. God, I didn't know I could do that. I need to, <laughs> need to turn my microphone down. <laughs> Sorry. I hate doing that. Uh, okay, next. The University of York study finds no link between video game violence and real-life violence. Well, shocking. I mean, because I haven't killed anybody yet. You don't say. Uh University I feel like I should abstain from this conversation in that regard. <laughs> you haven't killed anybody. I haven't killed anybody. Well, they're not dead yet. Keep them going. So your, dogs, your dogs have got a much higher kill count than you have. That yeah. is true. Whiskey's a good little killer, aren't you, boy? Yes, you are. <laughs> so basically, they've done tests and once again have confirmed that playing violent video games does not make you kill your parents. No. So there you go. No. And this is in the wake of, well, it wasn't a school shooting. It was a, uh, it was another, it switched. School shootings are out. Church shootings are in, in America at the moment. No, there was a school I, shooting I think, yesterday. Yeah, you they're missed having it. both. Oh, was there one yesterday? Yeah, there's, there's one no yesterday. Yeah. There is no reason oh, right, why I, you can't have both. I was, you, I was just, unaware. I thought I, uh, the last one I heard about was the guy, the kid, the 15 year old who walked into uh, a church last week. Another one of those ones. Uh, killed two people and left like 14 others wounded. No, they oh, had, had another one. That's nice. Yeah, they had That's a, nice a school one. I mean, this is the, everything comes in the wake of another shooting incident in the United States. <laughs> yeah. We're always in that wake. It's, it's kind of incorrect to call it a wake at this point. Um, I must say, I, I've, I've got instructions with Chuck that, you know, if it, if, I, if I ever get cooked or anything, please come into this room and hide all my video games and death metal albums and, <laughs> you know, all my other stuff, which would imply that I'm some sort of nutcase because they will just, it's so lazy that every time that you see one of these things, it's always get like, them. oh, they were playing Halo. Get them to just and plaster the place with Christian memorabilia. Yes. Just Bibles and crosses everywhere. See how the press do not mention it. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is, again, like a bit of a no-brainer. I, I don't think this has really been a worry in this country, perhaps ever. Uh, but 
Not since Manhunt. Say. There was a bit of a furore over Manhunt, but that was I must say, years we, we, ago. Are pr- we are prone to the ban this sick filth in this country. I mean, obviously, the video nasty thing being the the yeah. last great upheaval, but the that video like game. I remember, I remember when, yeah, but I remember when GTA came out as well, there was a bit of. You know, Anne Widdicombe's on some sort of bollocks talking, you know, because someone's given her a teller to be on telly, so she's got to turn up. We, and, we've um, certainly not had what America went through. I mean, when you like oh when God, Night no, Trap no. Oh, came yeah. out and that kind of thing, they, they lost <laughs> yeah. their shit with stuff. And we, oh, we've yeah. just never had that. And, I, you know, I, certainly, and I think it was a result of there not really being the games around at the time, but I, I was never told, no, you can't have or play that game. It's not suitable. Pretty much, same here. That never once happened in my life. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 more than anything, I put that down to the fact that there were no games like GTA Five when I was five. It just no, it wasn't true. a possibility. You know, and there's no reason to not let me play Chucky Egg. Well, that's uh, true. I suppose I am 10 years younger than you. So for me... Uh, you said I that get- in a way that was like... What? I'll just remind you that I am what? so much younger than you, what? I, old man. This sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> I like that, but I'm having I'm the one Did who's I, in the middle between the both of you, yeah. and I don't really remember either that as well. Uh, with games. Yeah, because like I was saying, I, I was growing up, when I was a teenager, it was GTA 3 and Vice City, and uh, I never really had any problem getting hold of them. Uh, you know, I think as well as in the, in the UK, when it comes to the ratings boards and the fact that our ratings have always been legally enforceable and the person who bears the brunt, like if you sell someone an 18 game and they're, you know, 12, the person who gets fined, it's not just, it's not the, the like GameStop, it's the person who sold the game. So we, you know, which I think was always quite a wise thing because while a game's, you know, while a, a retailer would be willing to absorb that fine, whenever you're putting it in onto the, you know, the guy working fucking retail, he's not going to risk it. No, it's more than your job's worth, quite literally. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as well, I think we sort of obviously come at this as a benefit of people who have sensible parents and a stable home life and have had the benefit of being able to play these games when we were old enough to say that's pretend and that's not real and all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, just play yeah. a little bit of devil's advocate. I think it's easy for us to say, well, of course no one does, but we're grown ups ostensibly. So, um, yeah, I mean, but there Some are of people us more who than will, others. Yes. well, there are people out there who will buy GTA for their seven year old. <laughs> and you know, that, that See, is I, legit. Yeah. That is a legit we are, concern. We are, we are sensible enough that when we hear that, you know, someone bought GTA for their seven year old, we look at that person and go, well, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Rather than, you know, looking at uh so this the, is the, you know you're not the you're but they, you know these are the same people who upon hearing that their child has given someone at school a kick in will go down the school and say how dare you say this about my beautiful yeah. perfect child so yeah. these people will belong in the garbage anyway yes, <clears throat> yes. absolutely yes they basically do. into the garbage really. sucks yeah they know and who they, are we to say anything right now? Yeah, I was going to say, we are uh, not, <laughs> not the ones to dispense the yeah. you suck rant. <laughs> uh, in good news, John Cena isn't st- in talks to star in a Duke Nukem movie. I'll fucking watch that. I'm so that. confused That's... by this. I'm confused by this, What's I must confusing? say. confusing? 
Well, no, because, I mean, I, I must say, it's been a solid 20 years since I took much interest in wrestling. But my understanding, I mean, because I know John Cena has made films and films with guns and tits and blood in, but... I thought John Cena is ostensibly like a face, right? He's, you know, still the goody two shoes, you know, USA, USA kind of mm-hmm. guy in WWE. So you then want him to play a foul mouthed women abusing literal poo flinging moron. That doesn't really, uh, I would need the, pe- I would need the people in WWE, but, but surely the, you know, Vince McMahon's going, hang on a minute. My my sort of ridiculous baby face moneymaker, you know, make a wish kid sort of bloke is going to be Duke Nukem, is he? Mm. Well, the thing that I was more surprised was they're making a Duke Nukem movie. Yeah, that too. <laughs> what? Because again, I Duke Nukem completely passed me by when I was growing up. Against by the time I was hearing about Duke Nukem, the only reference I had was, oh, it's that game that is never going to come out. And then it was that game that came out and was awful. And now it's like, who, who wants, who wants this? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's probably, it might be one of those things that people bought the film rights like 15, 20 years ago. And it's got that thing of, this is like an idea that's kind of too good to, I was thinking at first, my immediate thought was, oh, is this, uh, what's his face, Uwe Ball? Is he back at it again? But then I remembered, no, no, they closed up the loopholes, the tax loopholes that uh, made him want to make films a few years ago, quite a few years ago. So that's why there have been no more Uwe Ball films since like the late noughties. So someone genuinely wants to make a Duke Nukem film because they believe it's going to make money. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, Godspeed. I think it's it's just (laughs) one of those ideas, especially now Arnold Schwarzenegger's too old to play this role, which I'm sure was the person that was always penciled in for it. Um, Yeah, I just think it's one of those things that it's like one of those ideas in Hollywood that just won't fully die because someone is always going to think, oh, you know, like an anti-hero is like a really cool idea to make a film about so it's just one of those ones that's going to churn in development hell for a bazillion years honestly i will eat my shoes if a if a proper duke nukem film with john cena playing john nukem at if john cena ever actually plays duke nukem in a proper film and it comes out in the cinema i'll eat my shoes i just think it's ridiculous but it's just because it's been in development hell for so long and he just the name that's been attached to it because he's got a big square head and big muscles. <laughs> See, should this make me laugh? Head. In addition to his wrestling career, Cena is a rapper and hip hop musician. <laughs> well, so is Joe Pesci, but he doesn't boast about it nowadays. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I love I love people actors who think they could do music. Oh God, he's apparently a lovely guy, you know. I mean, I've heard he, that. He granted, oh, yeah, over, he's got the, granted over 500 yeah. wishes for children with life-threatening Ill- illnesses through Make-A-Wish Foundation, the most in Make-A-Wish history. Uh, from late 2011, Cena wore a black Rise Above Hate t-shirt promoting WWE's Be A Star anti-bullying campaign. Uh, Cena wore pink in October 2012, Rise Above Cancer, blah, blah. Okay, he does stuff. And he's apparently very clever. He looks a bit of a little baby there. I bet I could take him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at his head because you said he has a boxy. It, it's weird because it's sort of 
It is rectangular, but it tapers toward the top. It's because <laughs> his neck muscles are so wide. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, he's a large man. He's a very big man. <laughs> a very big man. It's how they grow him. <laughs> so, do Back you know what? I was Why in not? Rest, like, it was still the rock. <laughs> well, the rock uh, is perfect. Yeah, the rock he's, is perfect. Dwayne, it will always be. He'll be my guy. And finally tonight, We Happy Few has been delayed to summer for story improvements. Oh, it's this oh, game. Oh, God. It's this uh, fucker. I'm Everybody's so... angry at these people. I'm really <laughs> mad about this game. I don't, I mean, cause I don't care. I'm never going to play this game, essentially. But I'm kind of mad about this because this has been in development for like two years now. And it was meant to be coming out in April after asking people to pay full price for this game, essentially, while it's been an alpha for all this time. Yeah. And yet again, it's been delayed to deal with story stuff. And I feel like I feel like you should have had that nailed on by now. Also, considering the the game, well, at least initially, I don't know what state it's in at the minute, but initially it's supposed to be a roguelike that was the idea was that this is a game you know it's a sort of survival type game like minecraft or anything where you know you're going to be replaying it over and over again and you know each playthrough is going to be different they seem to have gone at the point where they've decided to bring it out as a big triple a priced release they seem to have said well we need to stick a fucking we need to bolt a story onto this in order to justify yeah. that and now they're delaying it because that's not working out too well which yeah is just it compounds the the worry you know people really should be jumping ship from this one if possible yeah, really because like you said i mean because again I was, this story came out and i was like okay because the last time i saw anything of we happy few is about it's got to be over a year ago as many true nerd did a playthrough of yeah of it in in the state it was then and it was you know, it's a thing of like, it's a really good idea, but the execution of it when he played it over a year ago was really janky and confusing and because you, you have all these bits and pieces you have to craft with and, but you know, the, the objectives weren't very clear. And as like I say, it was nothing like this idea of it being a roguelike and the story is different every time. So I went out of interest. I went and to see if I could find any more recent playthroughs of anyone who's played it and i found someone had played it like the whole like what is available about three months ago so i watched some bits and pieces of this fella's playthrough and now it's essentially like an rpg right it, the, Interesting. yeah because yeah because basically you you are this it's not a spoiler to say right so you're in this dystopian england yeah that's done something terrible in world war ii and now the entire populace is drugged up with this drug called joy which you then you have to take and your character decides to stop taking his happy pills a la equilibrium and good film underrated has, underrated film i entirely agree and has to then escape out of this area he is in to go on yeah. to do something which isn't has yet to be revealed because this fella's playthrough that i watched it's literally he got off the island and it said you completed the first part of the story now this fella is about his whole playthrough of it, I would say, was about 15 hours. Right. So, essentially, and because all the, and as well, he had like missions. So, like it was like Fallout or Assassin's Creed. Right. Or, uh, Assassin's Creed as it is now. There's crafting in it to craft things, you know, craft different houses, you can go in different parts of the world, take on missions for some reason or get to get clues so you can get off this island. 
And then what happens after that is anybody's guess. So at the moment, I've got no idea exactly what this game is, which what the ultimate, you know, what it's actually. It and let's say that at this stage, they're going back and saying the story's still not working. Oh, abandon hope, all you enter here. Which, if you're saying that that's all they've released so far, the yes. other way of looking at that is that is all that has been play tested so far because that's yeah. all that's in players' hands and games like this. The reason they're in early access is to get player feedback. So if they have this huge chunk of the game, which no one has ever seen, uh, yeah, again, worries. I was going to say, because this, this huge, I mean, because it seems like a huge chunk of the game, because where the, the the fellow whose playthrough I watched, where he ended up, was an enormous area, much bigger than the opening area that he was in. And like I say, he was about, and this is someone who basically knew what he was doing, because he played it all the way through the alpha testing. So... You know, mm. like 15 hours in this, just this bit, you're potentially looking at maybe another 40, 50 hours after that. Yeah. And no one's tested it. And now they're going back and saying the story's not working. It's funny because, the kind, again, the kind of game I thought this was going to be, I think the the initial thing that they pitched it was uh, sort of the kind of game where you, the way you get the story, the way you find out what's going on in the world is you play through repeatedly each time yeah. doing something different. To access different, sorry, <clears throat> to access different uh, clues and different elements of the story, which you can then, you know, like Five Nights at Freddy's type thing. No one's yeah. going to get what that's about from one playthrough. You have to do it over and over again, unlocking different endings and putting together. Well, Undertale is just like Undertale, that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's one out at the minute uh, that seems very similar to this, uh, Hello Neighbor which is about breaking yep. into your neighbor's house. That kind of thing where you, you know, that's where the, that's where you get your money's worth is the replaying. And that's how you yep. figure things out. Whereas this seems to be, they've shifted from that idea to, no, no, let's just make it a, a standard so, one and done type game. Yeah, which, you, I mean, you say that as well, but when the fellow was playing this game as well, when he went into it, there's different difficulties, obviously that's just playing, but yeah. also there is a permadeath option. Right. So if this game is as enormous as I think it is, playing it permadeath is insane. Unless yeah. this unless this sort of second area is all that the rest of the game is, and that's maybe another 10 hours. But still, that seems bonkers. I'll be very interested to see. I mean, hey, it could be great. <laughs> it could be great, but I... I'll be astonished I, if it's great, but I just feel I like... I would be astonished. From, from where people have started paying for this game, which was about two years ago... Yeah. To where it is now, it still seems so unfinished. This is why I'm so pissed off about this game. That you know, these two guys have been sitting on people's money for 24 months plus, and are still, I don't think, really anywhere near putting out a proper game. And, to reiterate, and when it does come out, to reiterate, no one knows what it is. For the earliest days of this game, they had already spent a shit ton of their money on yeah. their live action, uh, you know, uh, recorded in-universe uh, TV presenter and stuff yeah. like that. They had already put a huge amount of money into the marketing of this game before they had even put it into Alpha, which, again, is kind of the wrong way to do things. So, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's, it's things like this that put, I think me definitely, and I think a lot of other people off, putting any money into these sort of things. mm before they're going to be a physical actual thing because yeah. if i jumped on this when it was a roguelike when it was when i thought oh that's cool and put my money in two years ago when they started 
and to where they are now, where it's not even remotely the same game that I funded in the first place, and it's still not out, and they're still changing it. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you when you buy early access, you do, you know, it's part of the caveat: the game may change, you know, during development. But it's very odd for it to change. For example, genre. <laughs> that's yeah. a bit weird. That is, that's a little weird. Hey, Rich, you yeah. live? Yeah, I'm here. Cool. Just checking. Sorry, I just was checking. quiet. No, no, it's cool. We just, you know, we need you to stop the recording, you know, so. Yeah, I'm here. Don't uh, worry. We Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, do you, I mean, do you think that there's even a possibility this is actually ever going to, this is going to arrive in summer or do you think it's going to be see you at Christmas? It'll come out at some point. <laughs> That's all I can say. We know. Yeah, but you know they, what I'm saying is, do you think it will be in 2018 or do you think they'll go, oh, we need to change X and Y again? I think that because they teamed up with, like, I think Sony, wasn't it? They teamed up with as a publisher. I think that they're going to have to put something out this year. Whether, you know, so whatever. I think think it will arrive this year, but who knows in what state. So probably what's going to happen is it will come out and be, people will get out of the starting area, like you say, and go to this huge untested area of the game, and it will be profoundly broken and then all the apologies will start and but the people well, who paid 54 pound for this game are going well, to be just upset um, just to return to one of my favorite subjects uh the last time something like this happened an indie developer being picked up and promoted by a massive uh, first party publisher uh we got no man's sky which had a day one patch which contained most of the game and then it wasn't actually finished for another year so May the buyer beware. Yeah, basically. Fuck Sean Murray. Sorry, you're getting that out there. <sighs> I, I just don't combine, condone buying a game that isn't a game yet. It, it's just silly. See, when you say that, it's like sensible. <laughs> it's like they've not finished it. Don't buy it. <laughs> that sounds entirely too reasonable, Rich. It's a bit of a no-brainer, I thought. Anyway, what have we all been playing this week? Not much for I, me. Really? Well, I've been ill. I've been unplay- ungameable ill. Really? Yeah. Like head, head ill? I can't play when I have, like, headaches or hallucinations. Uh, not headaches or hallucinations, but proper just, I could lie there and that was it. So, yeah, yeah not not that much gaming going on. But I do have stuff to talk about. But one of you two go first, by all means. Tell me about um, Assassin's Creed at, at this <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be because the DLC dropped, the first DLC dropped yesterday, mm-hmm. um, the hidden ones. Um, so, yeah, got got cracking with that. It's essentially, you know the game you've been playing, would you like, like another 10 hours of that? Yeah. So when I came downstairs this morning, uh, Alison was sat playing Assassin's Creed and she looked at me smiling and went, this might be the DLC. And it's kept it quiet all day. Yep, it will do that. But I mean, it, like I say, it's it's not. I mean, it's not like um, like the, the the review of it that I read, which I sort of entirely agree with, to be honest. It's not like Syndicate, where they had kind of a, a step into madness and did like the the Jack the Ripper DLC and things like that. that so it's, it's that was weird, but it was fun. I enjoyed <laughs> was it. it. I, I didn't get a chance um, to play it, but yeah. Oh, it's it's fun. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's a bit different, I must say, but uh, it's it's a nice thing to do because you've already played, in my case, <coughs> sixty six hours of Assassin's Creed. Um, so to to kind of do something entirely kind of a sidestep, but that's the thing. In March, they're doing Zombie Pharaohs, 
So that's going to be the weird DLC. And that seems, it looks from all sides that that's going to be the bigger one. Yeah, it's quite going to be more substantial, I think. Yeah, because yeah. le- it's more level, the level cap's a lot higher. Yeah, and it looks like a bigger one, area. For this one, they've upped uh, the level cap by five from 40 to 45. Uh, then with the second one, it's going to be from 45 to 55. So, yeah. Yeah. I was a little surprised by how small the play area was, but I, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I was. I was a little surprised, but at the same time, I thought, you know, sometimes smaller is better, right? Yeah, and also it's quite dense, actually, as well, the area. I mean, because there's lots of little, you know, there's lots of places yeah. to find. But I think that they sort of, you know, taken pity on the people who've just spent, like, <laughs> you know, 60, 70 hours marching around every location in an enormous map area doing all the locations. So I think it was a bit of a sop to them of like, you know, this isn't quite so overwhelming. Um, I think that when you go and do all the side quests and the amount of XP they dump on you saying, you know, to get you to live from level 40 to level 45, I mean, it's obviously going to be smaller, but yeah, I mean, um, it's fun, but like I say, it's not like gonna, I mean, it's sort of like, if you only buy it, if you're like, I really enjoyed, Assassin's Creed Origins, the main game, I'd like about another 10 hours worth of that. Yeah. Yeah, that seems fair. Cool. But um, what's interesting, uh, is that basically all you've played? Or well, of the hidden ones? Of, of or, uh, just Assassin's Creed? <laughs> um, yeah, it? essentially. I mean, but to be honest, I mean, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I have finished the hidden ones. I say I blasted through it yesterday. I've just sat and <laughs> rinsed it um i've got <laughs> one more achievement to get oh. and i've got to solve the papyrus puzzles because what i was doing was because they give you level relevant gear when you solve them yeah i wanted to leave solving them until i'd hit the new highest level gear. so um i've got those yeah. to solve and i've got one more achievement to get so basically i will probably do that do one more blast this weekend and then that will be it for assassin's creed origins for until, until the next well i mean they've got that photo mode thing come out in february that uh, yeah, tour, that explosion guide, tour tour thing. yeah that's so i might i might pop it back in just to see what that's like in, when, when that comes in next month i'm definitely gonna that, play that because my yeah playing this game really has showed up my lack of knowledge of uh sort of that era of history <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to just try it. I mean, because when they did like, because Left for Dead had a like a commentary mode and things yeah. like that, and I thought that was quite an interesting thing. And it was nice to actually sit with Chuck and do it, because um, obviously, when you know, if we're in the same room and I'm playing games, I mean, that's just the thing that I'm doing. So it's quite nice to sit with Chuck and go, oh, you know, this is the thing I've been playing, and this is like a developer commentary thing. So mm-hmm. um, I will definitely check that out. But I mean, in terms of actual playing yeah, actual games. Uh- yeah, Valve well, actually, they did that for pretty much all their games back when they still made yeah. games. Yeah. So yeah. I think in terms of actually, I'm hoping to get it wrapped up this weekend. And then hopefully the next time we, we do a show, I will be playing something else. Well, I, I actually did manage to, uh, I managed to play another game this week. Oh. Uh, yay. Yeah. Only because, because what happened was I, uh, over the weekend, I finished the main quest of Assassin's Creed. And then I did a couple more missions, and I hit level. I hit the level cap. I had forty, mm-hmm. and I wanted to then wait uh, for the level cap to be raised before I started getting XP because I thought, aha! If I wait, I'll have more XP that I can potentially gain by doing all the side quests I haven't done. I didn't realize that 
the new quests in the, in the DLC just dump XP on you like nobody's business. Mm. So it was kind of wasted. But it did mean that I had a little window <laughs> in there a few days to play uh, another game. And I ended up playing uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've heard of it then. I I've watched the recent Game Grump series of Doki Doki yeah. Literature Club and enjoyed Gee. it immensely. Um, I went into it pretty much blind. I uh, I did too. I knew nothing. I didn't know. All I knew was that people. I I say pretty much all I knew was that people said have the game files open while you're playing the game, which was uh, yeah that turned out to be a big hint. But yeah, Doki Doki Literature Club. Rather than a game, it's it's a, a novel, isn't yeah. it? Really? It, it, well, it's, there's not it's really an, a gameplay as such. Yeah, it's it's really weird because there are. I played through it and I really enjoyed it. Uh, there were sort of halfway through when you first it's it's presented to you as a uh, dating simulator of which there are millions uh, on Steam but the only giveaway that something is wrong is that both on the Steam page and when you start the game up it gives you a pretty serious trigger warning (laughs) that uh, this game is uh, not for people who are easily disturbed uh, for people who suffer from uh, severe anxiety or depression so I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and for the first, uh, for the first, I would say two and a half hours of you playing it, it is pretty much a bog standard dating sim. And then at the end of your first playthrough, things get dark very suddenly. <laughs> and then immediately after they get dark, things get weird suddenly. <laughs> And you uh, basically, without spoiling it for people, you have to replay the game multiple times. And each time it is progressively different and darker and weirder. And it does things, if you happen to have the game files where you've installed it open in a window beside where you're playing, uh, you notice some weird things start happening in your game files. Um so I enjoyed it on that level. I enjoyed it in sort of a weird. It was. It's a a weird sort of psychological horror. Uh, it's a bit of a meta analysis of dating sim games, uh, which I have never played. I don't think I have any. Uh, I think I have Hatofu Boyfriend, which is the one where you're dating pigeons. I was going to say, isn't that the pigeon dating one? <laughs> That's the pigeon dating simulator. Yeah, I think I got that one. Um, I think I'm not actually sure. But immediate, one of the main reasons I wanted to play it was that I'd noticed uh, a Game Theorist series, two videos he did on it, uh, on digging into it. And I kind of wanted to see what that was about. So in order to see what that's about, I had to play the game. And so I kind of thought, all right, so I, I thought I knew what the Game Theorist videos were going to be about whenever I was like, oh, so this is just going to be you know, basically what I've seen. But it turns out that Doki Doki Literature Club, as well as being a fantastic game in its own right, it has sort of Five Nights at Freddy's level stuff going on where if you 
decrypt the game files and decode them properly. You find all this weird hidden uh, hidden hints and strange uh, things that don't seem to make sense. And that was the Game Theorist videos was putting together all these things and basically realizing that Doki 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 Literature Club is kind of a prequel side game to the developer's next game, which is a full on horror game. And it's just really, really weird. And I think I enjoyed the videos as much, if not more than I enjoyed playing the game. Well, it's available for free on Steam. It is. Uh, if anybody game, wants to free. play it. Um, it is completely free. But yeah, this but yeah. game is not suitable for children or people who are easily disturbed. No, 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 no. It is definitely not. Although I will say, <clears throat> once um, at the end of the first playthrough, when things get really, really dark, I was a little, I, I was shocked initially. But then a weird thing happened where when it got weird, it completely diminished the sort of dark element of it for me. In a, in a, in a strange way, the weirdness uh, vaccinated me against the darkness because throughout your first playthrough, you kind of take what's happening on on screen seriously. But then the second playthrough, you, you very quickly learn, okay, something weird is going on. Do not take this at face value. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, I, I do recommend it, but you know, proceed with, with that caution. Caveat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> proceed with caution. And, um, yeah, I haven't, I, I did one playthrough of it. I haven't, you know, replayed it. I don't feel the need to, um, it was just very, you know, surreal and weird and I enjoyed it, but, um, and it only took me like four hours maybe playing through it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it didn't, I didn't feel like it taxed my, uh, my graphics card or my monitor. No, it wouldn't. You're not getting a significantly better experience trying to play it at 120 frames a second. No, no. not at all. I don't think it yeah. even requires a graphics card. It probably doesn't. I just it saw more the than system like requirements that, that there aren't really. Like It requires but, that you have a system. <laughs> it does. I will say this uh, for people uh, like my little sister. Whenever she saw that I was <clears> playing this game, she was massively excited because she had played it before. Uh, and she hadn't seen the game theorist videos. It's it's weird. I thoroughly recommend to anyone out there who has played this game or anyone who is thinking about playing this game. I thoroughly recommend after you play it, watching the game theorist videos on it, because your mind, you know, your mind may be blown by the game, but it will be doubly blown by what's hiding inside the game. Okay. Cool. And that's aside from that in Assassin's Creed, that's pretty much all I've played. I have thoughts and feelings on Assassin's Creed, but, you know, whatevs. <laughs> well, I, w despite having had a few days off from playing stuff, I have actually been playing stuff since last week, which has been good. I got a few Switch games for my birthday, Disguise uh, 5. Uh, which so is, you did end up having your birthday. Yeah, I did. well, this was just <laughs> my mum, and she's not up for the whole changing my birthday thing, so... I just went with it. She was going to buy me a load of Switch games. What do you want? I'm 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 weak. I know you are. So I got Disgaea Five, which is a, an RPG, which I'm quite enjoying a lot so far. It's all demons fighting and stuff, but basically, you know, it's an RPG game, turn-based fighting sort of thing. 
Is it better or worse than any other? Don't really, but I'm enjoying it. So there's that. Uh, I also got This Is The Police, uh, which is sort of... A oh, pre- yeah. I, it's, I don't not, know if I have that or not. I've not had a chance to really look into it yet, but it looks very interesting. It's one of those um, sort of micromanaging yeah. type games that very quickly get overwhelming and you have to make serious moral decisions. That kind of thing, yeah. Uh, and Azure Striker Gun Vault Striker Pack. Okay. That sounds like a lot, actually. I'm Have just, you had a stroke? No, I think uh, that is incorrectly listed on the CEX website, which is where I read it from. Hang on, let me search it on Amazon. Azure Striker Gun Vault. No, that is what it's called. Hmm. Uh, basically, Azure Striker Gun Vault was a game that was out. There were two of them. They were out on the 3DS. And when the Switch came out, they sort of upgraded them to 1080p, put some better graphics in, up the frame rate to 60 FPS, hmm. uh, and put them together in a pack on a cartridge. And so I thought rather than play the 3DS versions with this one, I'd go with the Switch version. And it's a kind of Mega Man X-ish action platformer in a 16-bit graphic style. It's pretty good so far. And a nice break from other things I've been playing. Um, what else did I get? Majora's Mask 3D for the 3DS. Ah, cool. Because mm. I have to finish all the Zelda games. So that was one. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of putting off doing it because I know that when, once I start, I'm going to go on forever until it's done. <laughs> um and also nick sent me some games for my birthday and i forgot what they all are uh but i haven't had a chance to look at them so i'll talk about those next week um so yeah that's been it i think yeah so i've been just i've been delirious for a, a few days really i haven't that's over that's just an exaggeration and being a child about it uh, well <laughs> i nearly died not at all not at all well i'm pissed Alison off enough maybe yeah, you probably have come closer to death than you were aware. Yeah, that happens very often. <laughs> very, <laughs> very often. Oh, and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS. I've started on that as well. All right. That was it. Okay, so that's I, very good. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, it's basically, again, I've not had much chance to get into stuff, uh, but I wanted to start that so I could play Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which people seem to be quite pleased with as well oh scribble Launch showdown is available for pre-order okay sorry i get easily distracted <laughs> so yeah i think that's it isn't it then hey we're still technically under two hours hey would you look at that yeah we're about to not be though so don't worry okay. about it uh thank you for listening everybody don't go yet Please go and visit simplysyndicated.com slash everything and get your ad-free versions of shows and our entire back catalogue of stuff with, with like, I don't know how many hours, just lots of hours worth of stuff to listen to that we've produced over the last decade. Or please pop on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash simplysyndicated and get a shaft to listen to and support us for a dollar and that kind of thing thank you to everybody who does that we're also still looking for itunes reviews for the show if you could go and do as one that'd be awesome really appreciate that because so far i think we've got none uh which is rubbish so please go and do us some because we could do with some and for any other shows that you listen to on simply syndicated as well please thank you 
I would appreciate that. Uh, so I think that's everything, isn't it? That's got to be everything. <laughs> that's got to be everything. Okay, right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with hopefully less flu. Until then, bye-bye. I wonder how many times I have to call this guy on Twitter a cunt before he responds to me.